0: This morning I was reading the uh, Globe and Mail, and there it was on the front page of their um, website, uh, an article saying that provinces across the country are rapidly licensing thousands of internationally trained uh, nurses uh, after there have been significant regulatory changes in Alberta, in British Columbia, and many other provinces. Of course, we all know of our nursing shortage. But the fact that we are rapidly licensing thousands of internationally trained nurses relatively quickly was quite surprising think about this for a second Uh, in alberta the nursing regulator says it's registered 1413 internationally trained nurses uh, since they made changes on april 4th so 1400 plus new nurses uh, just because they made changes to uh, regulations on april 4th that's more than two and a half times the number processed in the past four years combined uh in Nova Scotia and BC also recently introduced similar changes to their regulatory uh regulatory process as well so they're also seeing um a lot of uh, foreign trained nurses applying now here's the interesting part these aren't foreign trained nurses actually applying from the philippines or from india or from china or from england or the united states uh, these foreign trained nurses are actually living in canada and we've in the past not recognized their training or provided retraining or provided them at least an avenue to get involved in our healthcare system. So these foreign trained nurses are living amongst us. They're our fellow Canadians. Just think about that for a second. 1,400 internationally trained nurses registered for this program as of April 4th. Uh, In Nova Scotia, the regulator regulator there says it received 1,490 applications, so just under 1,500 applications from internationally trained nurses in the first two days since launching a new licensing system on May 1st. It's the 10th, just nine days ago, and nearly 1,500 people in Nova Scotia, foreign trained, applied for nursing. It's amazing. Uh, here in BC, uh, the new Nursing Community Assessment Service, which confirms your your uh, foreign trained nursing identity, uh, was not la- was launched uh, earlier this year. Uh, this year, and they've received over three thousand two hundred and sixty applications uh, since they were launched at the end of January. All in just a few months. Think about that for a second. Well, our next guest uh, knows a lot about this issue. Uh, He and I actually talked many years ago, probably a good 23 years ago about this issue. This is after he left provincial politics. But it was an interesting conversation as to why we cannot train foreign trained professionals. It's not just nurses. What about doctors? What about engineers? I'm sure all of you have gotten into cabs somewhere and found out that your driver used to be a doctor somewhere or an engineer somewhere. Well, I had a conversation with this next guest of ours, like I said, about 23 years ago after he left politics. Uh, he is presently vacationing in India, but uh, I wanted to talk to him about this today because all of a sudden, within the last few months, we have all these new foreign trained nurses ready to go. So why did it take us so long? We've been having this conversation since the 19, late 80s, probably early 90s. Ujjal Dasanj is the former Premier of BC and former Minister of Health. He is joining us now from New New Delhi, India, where he is on vacation. Ujjal, thank you for joining us. Good to be with you. Uh, You know, I'm looking at these headlines uh, in the last week and even in today's Globe and Mail that thousands of foreign trained nurses can now practice in Canada. Uh, because of licensing rule changes uh, in Alberta, in British Columbia, and many other provinces. Uh, Are are you surprised at the numbers we're talking about? I mean, there's 1,400 internationally trained nurses uh, that have applied uh, since this new program in Alberta was introduced on April 4th. We've also introduced a similar program here in British Columbia. This seems like a sea change.
1: Well, it, it, it is a sea change. It should have happened a long time ago. And we wouldn't have had the shortages that we've had. Uh, you know, there's, I mean, the uh, the um, nursing association and the doctors' uh, colleges and things of that nature. They've been they've been very reluctant to allow uh, these foreign-trained nurses and doctors who live in this pro in the province in Canada to uh, practice uh, their professions and. Uh, I'm glad that this is happening now. I wish that had happened a long time ago. We wouldn't have had the
0: shortage. I recall talking to you uh, after you left provincial politics, and one of the things I think you had mentioned to me, and it was a you know private chat we were having, and the difficulty in getting and finding and you know getting these people uh, in you know in the workplace, uh, recognizing their credentials. Why was it these regulatory agencies, whether it be colleges, whether it be our universities, where was that reluctance coming from in your mind at that time?
1: I, well, I think partly, uh, you know, human beings are, are uh, quite possessive about their jurisdictions and they don't want to open up. They don't want to allow people that they are not familiar with uh, to come and practice medicine, practice nursing and other professions, whether it's engineering or anything else. And that's been the case actually with all of these professions. And, uh, and there's also... You know, I, like I've lived in Canada for a long time. I lived in Britain before that. I'm a, I'm a Canadian, uh, you know, Indian by heritage, but I'm a Canadian citizen. My values are now Canadian. But, you know, we are exclusive. Uh, Canada believed that it was superior to other jurisdictions. Rather than assessing the qualifications and aiding and assisting people to become qualified, to become members of those professions, we excluded them and did nothing to encourage them to enter, and uh, and I think that's a shame, and I'm glad that that's changing, and uh, it's wonderful that we have this human potential within our own boundaries within Canada that's been sitting there, and now it's being used.
0: Yeah, it amazes me that, uh, you know, we call for applications from foreign trained nurses, and the vast majority of them that are applying that have been accepted so far happen to be uh, uh, Canadians of Filipino descent, Chinese descent, Indian descent, Irish descent, uh, South African descent, they're living in Canada, which, which, which is incredibly shocking. It's not like we need them coming in from other countries. We actually have them trained, they're here, and for literally decades, we didn't recognize them. You know, but I,
1: It's not just shocking, uh, Jazz, it's, it's actually shameful. I mean, that that we should actually look at ourselves as Canadians and say, why are we doing this to people that we bring in from other countries based on the point system, based, based on their education and skills, and then ignore them? And in the process, we suffer because we... Don't have the number of doctors and nurses and engineers and others uh, that can serve Canadians, and uh, and and I think that this is a bit of a lesson. It should open the eyes and ears and minds of the Canadians to what the governments have been doing, what these institutions have been doing, de- depriving Canadians of the skills and uh, and talents of people that live amongst them, and uh, and and make people suffer for treatment and, you know, in queues and in lineups.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, it is appalling that you jump into a cab and, and you're talking to somebody who was a doctor in a different nation. And, and, and I remember covering this as a, as a reporter that, you know, when I talked to some of them, I said, well, walk me through why you wouldn't want to go through retraining or re, re, to, 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 you know, get, get your credentials. And he says, well, I, if I go through yeah. the whole process, it's six more years of post-secondary in Canada, even though I was practicing medicine. And I think this case, it was a, an individual from Bangladesh uh, and you know he's yeah. got to he's got a pay bills to pay he's got a family to pay for he's got rent to pay for, and it, it was such a waste of human potential and capacity. Uh, and it is you know as we celebrate today there were all these applications, but think about the decades and decades of doctors and nurses and, and engineers that whose potential we, we we didn't allow these Canadians to reach their potential. Okay. Uh, moving forward, what do you want to see? What do you think needs to happen next? Uh, this is a, a great microcosm in, in this case, and specifically speaking to nurses. Where do you think we need to go as, as someone who's worked in federal politics as well?
1: Well, I think what we would need to go is uh, we should be actually coordinating uh, with all the provinces and have, you know, one College of Physicians and Surgeons, one College of Nurses, one College of Engineers in Canada. You know, all those professional bodies should be one body in the country for each of those professions. And federal government would, by law, with the consent of the provinces, uh, streamline all those processes so that our our you know needs are met, our personnel needs are met, our labor needs are met. And uh, and and it's been a shame. And, this is the thing of pride now that uh, we're waking up to uh, to what's happening now mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Uh, i know we're talking uh, you're in new delhi uh, it is early in the morning uh, there are just uh, uh, yeah early in the morning right now so i'll let you go uh, i know you've got a, a busy few days there enjoy your vacation <laughs> uh, and I hope you're enjoying uh, private life as well but i i did want to chat with you because i was thinking back to that conversation we had literally i would say well, about twenty-three years ago, uh, in regards to uh, foreign-trained I, doctors, I, and I,
1: I, 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 I was much
0: younger then, but it's still good. Thank you. <laughs> you and I both, my friend. You and I both. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. okay. <laughs> Enjoy your time. Thank you.